everyone, and welcome to Movie Films with Bill and Steve. I'm Steve. And I'm Bill. Movies talk, so let's talk movies. Let's talk those movies. How you doing, Bill? I'm doing great. Uh, work's really busy, so I got to work from home today. But it also meant that from 7 a.m. until we started recording around 5, uh, well, I took off at, stopped working at 5 in, in the afternoon, in the evening, so I could eat some dinner. Uh, so I've worked all day, and I'm probably going to work after we're recording this. Because <laughs> I, I love doing all the work for everybody else. It's the best Super the best. Other than that, uh, I'm doing great because uh, we just dropped our first uh, quickie, our first little uh, fast bonus episode, talking about our thoughts on Age of Ultron. So, so if, if you, you want to check that out... Yeah, you want to check that out? Uh, just uh, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Go listen to that. We are not going to talk about Age of Ultron on this on this podcast, um, or how it is literally the worst movie ever made. So if you want to hear about that opinion, go listen to that episode. Uh, don't worry, I am not steering you wrong, just like the trailers did not steer you wrong on Ultron being a sinister villain. Absolutely. Although, technically, I guess we we should we might as well have talked about it on here, because we've been talking about that fucking movie since October. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't want to bog down this episode of our long, drawn-out thoughts on that and such. So, But otherwise, I'm doing good. Uh, from the recording of this episode, we are T-minus eight days. Well, actually, I'm a week, because I'm going to see it on fucking... I'm going to see it at 10 o'clock on Thursday. I have Mad Max Fury Road coming out. And uh, I am hyped beyond hype. I really hope that I hope it's going to be good. I'm super pumped about that. You know what? It's, if it doesn't have to be... It, as long as it's not, I guess, as... Eh, as uh, um, Thunderdome, but as good as Road Warrior, we're set. Yep. I'd, I take be. that. <laughs> needs to be just as just needs to be just as good as Road Warrior. As long as he can do that, it's good. Doesn't need to be better. Doesn't need to be anything. Just not bad. I just don't want to be bad. <laughs> Please don't be bad. Please don't be bad. This is like the movie I'm really looking forward to the most right now. Uh, I I'm impressed so that, that all the trailers have just been showing the exact same car chase fight. So I that, have I've not seen like more from the film, so I think there's going to be a lot of stuff that surprises us in the movie. I hope so. I really hope so. But that, at the same time, yeah, it has to be because you can't have just that so I, I, right. I'm glad no it's just that for 90 minutes it's just them driving those trucks on that road hey if they want to go that route you know hey you know, more power to you I guess it's George Miller directing so it's going to look great because it has a lot of practicals yep so uh, that's how I'm doing Steve how are you doing I'm doing pretty great uh, Captain Z is uh, just uh, uh, what day is this podcast going up again uh, this is going to be going up on uh, 8th, 9th, uh, I think the 10th just uh, nine days away. Just nine days away. Uh, so super excited. If you haven't pre-ordered yet, get on that. I will remind you guys again to buy it next episode because that'll be the day before it comes out. Uh, I got a convention coming up this weekend. It's going to be a small one, Franklin Comic Con. Uh, it's a very, very small town. I looked at it on Google Maps. It's practically a village. <laughs> um, and they're having a Comic Con. Yes. Interesting. But I guess it's similar... Um... Because this weekend in Peoria, there's a, a comic convention, and but I guess Peoria's a bit bigger than that. Peoria's, like, I think, cool shit, but hundred thousand or more people. Okay, that's a so. lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Well, uh, they're treating me well. It's gonna be cheap. I don't have to sell that much stuff to like make a profit there. Uh, they're screening uh, two of my films. They're having me judge the costume contests. It's hopefully going to be a good time, and I'm also hoping that since it's a small con in a really small area, since nothing else is happening in that area, the con will have everyone in the area going. That seems to make sense. Yeah, if it's a small small city, like even the local people come, and on top of uh, just people that would go to that stuff out like outside of outside out outside of uh, that 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 uh, village. Right. 
So yeah, and then plus, especially if you get a screening and there's not a lot of people there, they'll all go to your screening, then I'll come to your table and go, I really like that. I watch your movies on YouTube. <laughs> I'm gonna, is, uh, is your stuff on Netflix? No? Okay, I'll just download them then. It's on YouTube, right? Okay, cool. Well, I, I, I love your stuff. I watch it on YouTube. Um, thanks. Keep Bye. keep making keep making them, uh, and be sure to keep the uh, budget up too on them. Uh, this looks like trash for two thousand dollars. I made a fan film. I mean, I, I, yeah, I made a fan film in college for my friends for two thousand dollars. Look way better than this. Oh, how long was your fan film? Uh, it was like twelve minutes. Oh, well, my this is a feature length film with like a full cast. Was yeah, was yeah, your... but 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 it looks like shit. Okay. Because I know what I'm doing. Because I went to film school. I know I know all about uh, the value for money. Oh yeah, because you went to film school. Got it. Ta-ching. This is a callback. Callback joke to a time on the forums. Ah, uh, the dark ages. Anyway, moving on. Let's get into some movie news, Bill. Let's get into some news. This guy this dark, dreary bullshit. And uh, get on to some news. Let's get um, into some really happy, uplifting, good news. Josh Trank quit, quit Star Wars. Shit. Never mind. That's terrible news. That is... That, I don't know. I, I guess uh, it's not really it's, terrible, but... We haven't, we haven't seen uh, Fantastic Four yet, and I still have never seen Chronicles, so I don't really know what to think of this director. Um, but yeah, he uh, apparently quit as director of the Star Wars spinoff Rogue One. Uh, quoting him, he's like, I'm on a different path. I think a lot of it has to do with he can't... He's, a, he's still a very young filmmaker in regards to how long he's been making stuff um, and his experience, I guess, as well. So he's like, you're tossing this huge franchise, a huge budget, huge everything. It's understandable if he can't can't do it. He's a little overwhelmed. It's, it's be- and, I, and I will say, it's probably better to quit than to stick it on and make something that's not good. Yes. Or hate yourself doing it, even. Honestly. That's true. I mean, for as much shit as I give Joss Whedon, I do respect that he said, making this movie killed me, so I don't want to do it again. Yeah. Referring to Avengers 2. Yeah, that, that has been reported a lot. Um, I like to think that he got fired because he's terrible. But That's true. And he probably, maybe, maybe similar to Edward Norton. He's not a team player. Not a team player. Not a team player. Similar to Betty Ross. She's not a team player. She's not, not a anymore. team player. Maybe if they bring back Jennifer Connelly with her breasts from the Rocketeer, they'll talk about Betty again. Uh... No, they'll just cast they'll just cast a third actress to play Betty Ross. So You're right. Third actress to play the same character in Perfect. a film franchise uh, in uh, twelve years. Perfect. And then when they reboot Spider Man again, then that'll be four actors. Yeah. Can't wait. More rebooting of Spider Man. Uh, so yeah, he's off the project. Uh, I don't know, but you know, seems like they can get movies out pretty quickly. Uh, so I don't think they'll be hard pressed to find someone. I'm sure there were some other people they were looking at. Um. Oh, I guess, uh, let me see here. I'm reading some stuff here. Um, I got, apparently Gareth Edwards is on board to do it. Yeah, I heard that. We'll see how that goes. So, uh, I like Godzilla, so we'll see what happens with that. We'll see what happens with that. So, he's off the project. No, I'm not sure who's on it next. Uh, moving on, uh, we got a shot of Steve, Ar- uh, Steve Amell as Casey Jones. He looks like a dude in a hockey mask with a hockey stick. Yep. It's just kind of funny because it feels like, hey, okay, we got this character named Casey Jones. What does he look like in the books? Well, here he has a hockey mask and a hockey stick. Okay, that makes it really easy for the prop department. Okay, here we go, Steve. Uh, here's your hockey mask, here's your hockey stick, and go. <laughs> and oh, go. Do I have anything else? Uh, nah, I think that's all anybody knows. We'll just give you that. This is all anyone knows. Um, okay, so uh, really cool that we got Jason Voorhees in this film. Well, if you're fucking... Uh, <laughs> Casey Jones from the from the Ninja Turtles cartoon. You kind of are Casey. You know, I'm sorry. You are kind yeah, of seriously. Jason Voorhees. You just talk very deep, like uh, Christian Bale's Batman, and you destroy everything. Perfect. 
These perps are destroying the swing set. Time to destroy the swing set. <laughs> I don't think that's how you're supposed to save people. Uh, but yeah, the mask looks great. I I do miss the long hair though. I was gonna say because because of uh, Stephen ML playing Arrow and his other shows where he's kind of has a look of short hair. It's kind of sad that he couldn't um, grow his hair out for the role or do something so he have longer hair. So it's one of those things I'll be used to. But right, right, right. Um. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's the, I understand that he's doing Arrow, but, you know, if only if only science could invent something to let a person actually have short hair, but, like, wear something to make it appear they had long hair. Yeah, I mean, one, it really would have helped Jason one day Statham science. in two movies we watched. It would have really helped <laughs> Jason Statham in Revolver in London if he had longer hair. I, I agree, but unfortunately, uh, science isn't there yet. I'm sure they can CG his hair. Yeah, let's get some CG hair on him. Let's just do that. It worked for uh, what's her name's Bush in the Fifty Shades of Grey movie. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. They put a little CG on that. Uh, so yeah, that's cool. The costumes are cool. I'm, I like the first movie. I'll look forward to seeing the second one. Uh, we'll also supposedly have Bebop and Roxy. Still waiting on that. Um, Will Poulter is set to play uh, the evil clown Pennywise in the remake of Stephen King's It, which is fine. Yeah, uh, cool. Looking at pictures of him, I'm like, yeah, I guess he can play a clown. Just like anybody can play a clown. Who's my favorite birthday boy? <laughs> That's never gonna get old. I want that movie. To, I want that movie to come out in America so I can see it. Um. So yeah, a bunch of people have been freaking out about the casting, just freaking out about the remake. And I'll quote my friend Dustin Wade Mills. Uh, apparently, people thought the original it was a good movie. Like, yeah, I'm, right, I'm right there with you. It's a cheesy fucking shit t- made for t- TV movie. Like, maybe people just remember it being good or remember it being scary, but it is not. I enjoy it as a cheese fest, but it's not some legitimately amazing film that can never be touched because it was already perfection. And granted, I don't. As a fan of Tim Curry, I'm not sure that this guy will surpass Tim Curry in terms of acting. But the whole fucking project can't be anything but better. Let's hope. I mean, it could be just as bad. It could be just as bad. If this, if there's a scene of this guy in the library with a noisemaker, I will enjoy it just as much, but it will definitely just be a wasted potential. Do you have Prince Albert in a can? You do! Well, you better let the poor guy out! <laughs> How does anyone watch that and say, it's the scariest thing ever? That's why I'm terrified clowns. of clowns. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you piece of shit. Uh, so, yeah. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. I mean, he's an actor. He's going to be in a bunch of makeup anyway. Who cares? Number one birthday boy. He is my number one birthday boy. Uh, Uh, I did a birthday party uh, the other day as one of my characters, and for legal reasons, I won't say who or what. Um, But I did whip out a, where's my number one birthday boy? You were Uh, Kevin Bacon from Tremors. I was Kevin Bacon from Tremors? You're, 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 Earl. That wasn't Earl. No, that's uh, not Earl. Whatever. Shit. His name's Kevin Bacon. He just plays Kevin Bacon in every film. That's true. There's a timeline and multiple realities. Uh, So, Star Wars, Boba Fett. Um, First of all, uh, it is super official that Boba Fett survives the Sarlacc, which was already official in the Expanded Universe and given the okay by George Lucas, but since Disney has taken over the reins and they've been kind of playing it fast and loose with the canon, which is fine, it's their baby now, fucking do what you want. Uh, they continued saying that like, no, it's official. Boba lives. Yeah. Okay. However, the spinoff has been confirmed to be Boba Fett's origin story. 
Yeah, I, I, I wonder I wonder how much that fluctuate because obviously that won't be coming out for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like that's unnecessary. Uh, they're just going to make episode two again. I hope they don't. <laughs> I, you know, I would prefer if it was just a, okay, here's this next anthology film. It's Boba Fett. Here's the beginning of the film is uh, Dengar, no, uh, him blowing himself out of the Sarlacc pit and then Dengar coming and getting him. Yeah. To, sti- to stick with kind of the general gist of what happened in uh, maybe film. Maybe if they had flash- flashbacks to his origin as opposed to the whole movie being an origin story. Oh, but people hate it when you just do flashbacks to origin bits, a la Man of Steel. And Daredevil. And Batman Begins. The only time people didn't hate it was uh, Burton's Batman. Yep. Because he murdered people. So, hey, there you go. Boba Fett's murders people. He's fine. Yep. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. I know everyone loves Boba Fett. I want more bounty hunters. I want I, different bounty hunters. I've been very vocal that I, I think... I mean, I know it's extended universe, but I'd be really like a bounty hunter film with just four Lom and Zuckus. Mm-hmm. Being cool total bros traveling across the universe trying to catch bounties. I would enjoy some IG-88. IG-88 would be good. Uh, anything with Bosk is good. Bosk! Well. Fuck yeah, Bosk. I mean, just those, those, those original bounty hunters. Those are all interesting enough characters in the extended universe to do stuff and film with. Yeah, make well, it like a make it like a greatest race type movie or a wacky racer type thing. Something like that where like all these guys are trying to go across the galaxy and try to find a bounty. Oh my god, they can just make it rap race except with bounty hunters. Yeah, rap, rap race. That's a great example. Like and then Mad 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 World. Uh, Rowan Atkinson can play Boba Fett. <laughs> I'd love that if they just went with that and both Rowan Atkinson just played like a different new bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah. it would be fantastic. Yeah, I wouldn't complain. But Andy Serkis in there as well. Andy Serkis should be a bounty hunter. Yes, Andy Serkis should also be a bounty hunter. He should be at everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jason Statham. Jason Statham better be a fucking bounty hunter in that yes. movie. Yes. Oh, Jason Statham is Boba Fett. There. You know, I, I'd really appreciate if they did. I don't. I apologize to Star Wars fans. I'd really appreciate if they don't get that actor back to, do, to either voice him or play Boba Fett. I thought Boba being a clone was stupid. I did too. I, it'd be nothing to make me happier if they just ignore that ever happening. Yeah. Oh, like this, go like with the whole clone thing, but then say that that's actually his son. It wasn't a clone. They just took his sperm and put it into... A, he was a test tube baby, but he's a regular baby. Yeah. Oh, but, you know, there's... A, I forget what it was. I don't remember... Oh, shit. I, I apologize for misinformation on this, if I remember. I remember there was a thing going around for a while, like, there was an extended universe story or something similar to that, where the character of Boba Fett that we knew wasn't the actual Boba Fett. He was just someone else who killed Boba Fett, took his armor, and took the name... Oh, that'd be, be cool. Similar also to how there's the, uh, the the issue of Lobo in the, in the New 52. How a guy showed up is like, no, I'm the real Lobo. That guy you knew as Lobo is the guy who just took my name. Yeah. I mean, I would, I don't know. I'd be fine with that. I think everyone else would be fine with that because that means that we didn't have the stupid clone bo- baby bullshit that, that came with uh, Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Um, the young Boba Fett died on that planet in episode two. No, wait, he was in the Clone Wars series, which was a good series that is not being ignored. Shit. Okay, so he just dies soon after that series. Maybe I don't know. I'm sure whatever they'll do, maybe it'll be better this time around. So I'll give it a shot. I just would like more things. I would like them to make more movies that aren't necessarily going back to the old stuff. Right. Like this is because I would like them to see new, just do new things, not tread the same territory. Yeah. Everyone wants a Boba Fett movie. Well, let's give them a Boba Fett movie. It's. I'm going to quote Ian Malcolm from Jurassic Park. You, you know, you, you, you never stop to ask if you should. Yeah, you realize that you could without starting to ask if you should, and now you're selling it. You're selling it. You're slapping it on. You're plastic. slapping it on a plastic, plastic uh, lunchbox, lunch and you're selling it. Boba Fett t-shirts, Boba Fett lunchboxes. You know, maybe have a coupon day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
well, uh, at least we can be f completely uh, confident in the fact that in terms of making the Boba Fett film, Disney will spare no expense. Spare no expense. Uh, so moving on, uh, some ex I don't know, polarizing uh, stuff this week. Uh, we have the cast photo for Suicide Squad. Uh, yeah, very polarizing. I think it looks fantastic. I, I'm right there with you. I am so fucking excited. Uh, I've, I mean, Captain Boomerang looked like Captain Boomerang just by glancing at him. I don't care that it's not a, actually his suit. It's the same colors. It's the coat. It's the little beanie hat. I took one look and went, that's Captain Boomerang. He had the beanie hat. That was great. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't... Yeah, they aren't wearing their fucking costumes because they're just, like, fucking in prison right now. Like they even then that, that those look like costumes. I mean, Deadshot looks like Deadshot. Deadshot Harley is definitely Quinn looks like what I expect Harley Quinn to look like in the movie because it's kind of similar to how she looks in the uh, New Fifty Two. She's not which, classic Harley, but I took one look at her and said that's Harley's personality. Yeah, and even then, like there's more pictures of her on set, and I like the costume. Like her shorts, her little booty shorts are blue and red. She's and her diamonds her are tattooed on her leg. I think that's yeah, cool. Yeah, and she has the cool baseball bat. Her shirt says Daddy's Little Monster. Back, back of her jacket says Property of Joker. Yeah, her collar is Puddin'. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things going on there I really like. Um, Katana looks great. Killer Croc uh, is awesome. Killer Croc looks great. Uh, Adebisi looks fantastic at Killer Croc. Killer Croc's gonna walk around looking for prags and tits, and other, I'll make other Oz references no one gets. Um... Enchantress, I think, is the furthest departure. Um, uh, not that that's bad, just that's the one that... It's so different from the comics. I re I'm really interested about that. Cause I, me I, too, I, me I, too, that's yeah. That's a very beautiful actress, and they really did a great job making, like, a, like I don't know, dirtying her up. I don't want to say dirtying her up, because there's still no, some yeah, yeah. inherent beauty going on there. But, but she's dirty, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, I like that. Uh, I think Slipknot is going to be the... Uh, die first. one of the group. Yep, he's going to die in the first, like, 15 minutes. I would actually. A lot of people keep saying it's a huge cast because they're all expendable. No, I think all I could. I actually see maybe Brick Flag and Slipknot, but I feel like El Diablo. It, I, everyone else there is pretty important characters. I don't expect to die in the film. I agree. I feel like I feel like Slipknot's the guaranteed, and maybe Brick Flag. But I think uh, Boomerang, Katana, Enchantress, Harley Quinn, Deadshot, Killer Croc, and El Diablo have good chances of sticking around. I'd say so. Completely agreed. Yeah, and then like there's more photos of. Um, Will Smith's Deadshot with the actual hat. The, the hat the, the <laughs> it's <mask>. a hat. <laughs> it's a hat. Um, the only complaint I'll have is that the eyesight is on the wrong side. Yes. But you know what? And maybe that's how it looks, but maybe this film he loses his, his uh, right eye, so he has to switch it. If that's the biggest complaint we have about the film, whatever. So far, that's it. I like all the other costumes. They all look good. Yep, agreed. Uh, everyone that thinks they, it's dumb, I, what the fuck do people want? You just want... Because they uh, captured the character traits. Like I can look at that and still know what character that is and mm -hmm. who they're representing. It's not lost. Nope. So I mean, it's, it's still all there, and I think I think that's really underappreciated. I agree completely. Uh, I don't know what people want, but again, if uh, DC could do something awesome, and everyone will call it dog shit, and Marvel could shit on a plate and call it Avengers: Infinity Wars, and it would be uh, the greatest thing ever. No shit. Um, I really appreciate that Killer Croc is practical. Yes, because everyone's complaining that he's like not big enough and not monstrous enough, and I think what they did is a nice, healthy middle of the road. Uh, where it's still a dude in makeup instead of being a huge fucking CGI monster. Yeah, and, and Old Killer Croc wasn't necessarily a huge monster like he is in the Arkham games. That's yeah. a pretty good representation of what kill classic Killer Croc looks like. I agree. And he's, and, he's, like and he looks like a croc. He's not like what the Nolan Killer Croc would have looked like. You know, like yeah. just a dude with sharp teeth or something. Yeah, he definitely looks like a super lizardy skin motherfucker. Yep. He's going to kill some bastards. And he's still like the biggest one in the group, like height-wise. Yes. I'm sure he's going to be pretty 
beefy too. And again, so, this is this this is the like, DC's third movie, and they're super doing magic. I Ench- hope. I really hope that's what Enchantress is. Enchantress is straight. Well, fucking Wonder Woman is confirmed daughter of Zeus in the movie universe. So, oh, like, yeah, confirmed. The, so DC is not going to do any of that bullshit. Mm, oh, it's science, or if you didn't know, this is fucking magic. Uh, they gave her telepathy powers. Why don't you just call it hex magic? Oh no, because the Marvel movies don't have magic. It's science. Science, really? What's the science of? Only worthy people being allowed to pick up the hammer. What's the fucking science behind that? Because we can't call it magic. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I, I, like I said, yeah, third movie in, and they're doing the Suicide Squad. Go for it. Fuck yeah, DC. Absolutely. I'm super I think excited. I said this on, on Facebook. I'll say it here on the podcast. Uh, I will. I love DC because they don't care. They're not trying to do, uh, I should say, um, focus groups or focus testing. They are making what they want to make. Yep. They're and I respect they, that. They, they're going the direction they set themselves on, and they're going to make it. They don't care if their films are divisive as fuck. I mean, I would argue Man of Steel is one of the, probably one of the most divisive films in recent memory. Agreed. Because everyone, I, I, I find there's very few people in the middle ground. It, you either Most people either love it or hate it. Yeah. And I feel like going forward, DC's going for it. They're going to make their films. They're not going to try to make films that appeal to everybody. They're going to make the films that they know might not... Uh, might not appeal to everybody. I, the, you know. I think that the DC films are going to end up having more haters than the Marvel films, but end up lasting longer than the Marvel films. Yeah, longevity is a really That's what I sure. think. I think that uh, when people look back, they are going to look at a lot of the MCU and be like, this hasn't aged that well. Um, even though it, it has way more fans now, uh, I think a good chunk of the MCU is going to be like, this wasn't as good as we thought at the time. Uh, whereas if DC keeps going on this road that they are taking so far, again, this is a little bit of subjective just guessing, but if they keep going this way, I think the DC films, you know, 10, 15 years from now are going to be the ones that are people are going like, wow, they were really, they were really doing shit with this. I think so too. I hope we're not wrong come next year when uh, Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad come out. And Batman v Superman just has a bunch of jokes. Yeah, which like, I don't know. So Lex Luthor just has a bunch good. of one-liners. Uh, Wonder Woman uh, is confessing to Batman that she loves him because they're both monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Hawkeye's in it. Yeah. Jeremy Renner as Green Arrow. Hey, as long as he has a boxing glove, uh, boxing glove arrow, it's all good. Oh, they finally did in the in the TV show, and I was so happy. That's good. I appreciate that the the DC stuff they're actually doing the trick arrows. I feel like uh, Hawkeye doesn't get too many trick arrows in the Marvel movies. Now, he has a couple, which I'm glad, but not enough. Yeah, no, no. It's like, here's a shock one, here's an explosive one. And a grappling Ooh. hook. That's true. I guess grappling hook's kind of given, too. I don't know. Just opinions there. Uh, so I guess we're talking about Marvel here a little bit. Um, we have some Civil War news. We got the uh, synopsis and confirmed some cast members. Uh, first of all, what a shock. It doesn't sound like the Civil War comic book at all. Not at all. It does not sound like it at all. Uh, I think the, the, think the gist here is uh, Captain America Civil War picks up where Avengers Age of Ultron left off as Steve Rogers leads a new team of Avengers in their continued effort to safeguard humanity. After another international incident involving the Avengers results in collateral damage, big shocker, uh, <laughs> political, pr- political pressure mounts to install a system of accountability and a governing body to determine when to enlist the services of the team. The new status quo fractures the Avengers while, while they try to protect the world from a new and nefarious villain. Hey, that sounds like every fucking movie. Yep. Hey, there's a villain. Oh, we're kind of unsure in ourselves. We we don't we don't tr- trust each other. We get together, we win the day. Avengers: Age of Ultron. There's a new villain. We don't trust ourselves. We're kind of fractured. We're back together. Let's save the day. Hooray! Civil War. Uh, there's a new villain. <laughs> uh, we don't really know about this. Let's team up. We save the day. Yay! Hooray! And then there's a burning city in the background every time. 
You guys killed a lot of people. Everyone is dead around them. The city's on fire, and they just all look at each other saying, Hey, guys, we did it. We saved the city. It's on fire. And then all the Marvel fans are saying, like, Yeah, they did. What about Man of Steel? Oh, sure, man, didn't even try! Tony <laughs> saved those two people in the elevator. It's totally different. Didn't even try. Uh, so we have uh, Chadwick Bo uh, Bo Bozeman. I got that right. Uh, is playing Black Panther. Emily Van Camp is returning as uh, Agent 13 slash Sharon Carter. I hope they actually uh, do something with Sharon Carter this time. Uh, Daniel Bruhl will come, is coming as Baron Zemo. We'll look forward to him being wasted. I hope his uh, mask is at least pink. Frank Grillo is going to be uh, coming back as uh, Brock Rumlow, who will be back this time as Crossbones. William Hurt is returning from uh, as Thunderbolt Ross. Yay! That's the most. That's the news I'm most excited for because yeah, I've been so tired of the MCU treating the Incredible Hulk like some sort of bullshit stepchild. It's by yeah. far one of the strongest films in the MCU. Yeah, too bad most of the, the, the I think the thing issue is the distribution has to be done on Universal. They make another movie. But that's it, though. Like that's it. Marvel and Disney own the Incredible Hulk completely. I know. The only thing is that Universal gets to sell the movie. And they're they more than willing work. to cut deals. Yeah, that's what I was out that earlier. They do all this work with Sony and everything to cut deals, but Universal's still the one they won't do anything with. That seems weird to me. Yeah. Hey, Universal, give us back Namor and we'll give you this. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And then um, Martin Freeman is going to be in it, but there's no confirmation on who he's playing. Uh, Martin Freeman will play Red Hulk. Okay. I, no, I made that up. That's no, a joke. No, nope, that's true. It's confirmed. Oh, it's, okay. Hey, every, everyone who knows anything about Martin Freeman, him playing the Red Hulk is the funniest fucking thing to me. <laughs> but that'd be really cool, I guess, if uh, um, um, General Ross turns into the Red Hulk. That would be cool. That might save the film for me in a lot of regards, but it might still be stupid. Uh, but other, <laughs> other people, everyone else you know is coming back. It's basically a fucking another Avengers movie. It's just called Captain America. Yeah, there's been we a couple have the Serpent of Society, movies. but we have to have Civil War. I w Sorry. when they announced Serpent Society, I was really excited. When they announced Civil War, all my excitement immediately went away. Yeah, because we can't have just a movie. You have to have a movie that connects everything. Yeah, I'd really cool if Marvel ever made a movie that was just a day in the life. Here's just an adventure that doesn't have to connect with anything else. And that that's the one um, compliment that I give to the Wolverine is that it was just that. That I wasn't a big fan of that movie, but I appreciated that it was just straight up Wolverine going on an adventure, and it had nothing to do with the rest of the universe or the stories or anything. Yeah, you can have some little ties, but I feel like a lot of the films are just jumping over backwards trying to do all sorts of connecting. Well, that's kind of what was so strong about the first round of uh, Phase One. You know, why Iron Man was so strong, and I wasn't a fan of Thor, but it was a stronger film all around. Although I liked Thor two more, Incredible Hulk was so strong, and Captain America one was so strong, and they were just their own fucking movies. And then at the end of them, you started to realize how they connected. Whereas now they're leading the movie, they're starting the movie with the connection, and then they have the connection in the middle, and then they have the connection at the end, and then they have the connection in the end credits. Yeah, connections. Yeah. So that's Civil War. We'll see what happens when it comes out. Like we just said, we all along, it's nothing like the comic series. Uh, we were, register. We were right. Register. Um, we got some uh, Spider-Man reboot news. Uh, you want you want to take this away, Steve? Yeah, fucking reboot Spider-Man. Fucking bullshit. Fucking fuck you, Spider-Man. Fuck you, Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, uh, the news is that the Spider-Man reboot films are is going. It's going to tell the story of Peter Parker in uh, a total of four movies. Is the plan? Um, I'm assuming. That starts in Civil War, uh, but apparently that's a cameo, so I don't know if that counts as one of the movies. You know, it's it's always hard to tell. 
uh, when they give these interviews and stuff. Yeah, they're, I guess they're trying to confirm, like, reassure people will not be another origin movie. Yeah, they're super pushing that. That has yet to be seen, so I don't believe it. <laughs> don't believe that until they're out. Uh, but yeah, they're planning the arc that will tell the Spidey story over three to four movies, which uh, that's fucking every movie plan. I don't know why that's news. Um, and it's not The Amazing Spider-Man, so fuck it. And it's mm. going to be a high school Peter Parker played by a twink. Um, yeah, I, I think the like the rumors are have, the tor- leaning towards uh, the kid who played um, Ender in Ender's Game is going to be playing Peter Parker. Yeah, um, I'm I'm willing to bet that it's casted already, and they just aren't revealing it so that it can be a surprise in the movie. If they actually make it a surprise in the movie, I will be fucking flabbergasted that they were able to restrain themselves. Oh, in Civil War, make it a surprise in Civil War. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but I doubt that they were sharing themselves. They're going to announce that with a huge fucking picture and everything as soon as they know. So-and-so plays this. Yep. And him in the suit and everything and just ruin any idea of a surprise. Surprise. That, that, that's why it's hard to get excited. I guess we'll, like, minor quit. That's hard to get, like, have suspense and excitement for what happens in these Marvel films. I mean, I... You can say the same thing for DC, not 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 pulling them away, but I know. But in this, I guess in this regard, they all, they let everyone know who's in the Marvel films. Like, hey, this person will be back for this movie. Oh, well, now I'm not. I have no suspense whether or not that character is going to make it in this movie. Yeah. Jeremy Renner's be back for Civil War, and so will um, Olsen, Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, so not Quicksilver. I guess, <laughs> I guess Quick. I guess Kickass doesn't make it. <laughs> And then the movie comes out. Oh, quick! Kickass didn't make it. Oh uh, no, Bye. he's he's living on a farm, on a beautiful he, farm his, with Jeremy Renner's family. His planet needs him. <laughs> My planet needs me. Uh, so yeah, four films. I uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll I'll believe it when I see it. Because Amazing sure. Spider-Man was supposed to be four films. It was supposed to be Amazing Spider-Man one, two, Sinister Six, Amazing Spider-Man three, and that didn't fucking happen. And granted, that's only because for some reason people hated Amazing Spider-Man two, but. Uh, we'll see. I'm more than willing to bet that there'll probably be another Spider-Man reboot again. I hope everyone hates this one and then talks about how good Amazing Spider-Man 2 was. That'd be really funny. That would be fantastic. So, there's that. Um, we have one last bit of news here for a Trailer Park. Uh, the trailer for the upcoming Vacation sequel uh, dropped, and its first trailer was a Red Band trailer, which is great. Uh, Steve, I, you're probably the only the person I know who loves this series the most. What do you think of the sequel and the trailer. Uh, I really dug the trailer overall. Uh, there was definitely uh, a few joke duds that didn't work for me, uh, but the parts that worked were making me laugh really hard out loud. I'm glad that it's a Red Band trailer, because aside from Christmas Vacation, which was a more family-friendly film, I get it, it was a Christmas movie, it was about family, no reason to make it R, but aside from Christmas Vacation, I consider Vacation to be a, a very R-rated comedy franchise. Um, I thought that's where Vegas Vacation kind of lost itself a bit. They were trying to do PG-13 because they, they thought that's what the series should have been. And while it was funny, there's things that didn't go far enough that, say, the original or even European would have went to. Um, so I'm glad that with this new sequel, this uh, relaunch of the franchise, as it were, that they're getting back to it being an R-rated comedy. Um, jokes work for me for the most part, except for, like I said, there's a few that don't, which is fine, and comedy is hit and miss, and they, they, they are probably slash hopefully not using the best bits for the trailer. Uh, the only two things that really make me question anything in the trailer is, A, Rusty seems to be dumber as an adult? Like, I'm... He's a dumb dad. Like, yeah, he's a dumb dad now, and I don't like that. I'm fine with his personality taking after Clark. Clark is his dad, I get that. I don't like how Rusty as a child was smarter than Rusty as an adult. 
Uh, I don't understand how someone learns, loses things from their brain. And second of all, uh, how do you know what a glory hole is but not a rim job? <laughs> um, although, as I did point out to Bill, it is possible that he is just outright lying to his son because he doesn't want to tell his son what a rim job is. But then you make there's that weird joke where he, like he, that I thought it was pretty funny the whole you know dad gives his son a good night rim job and the guy just turns, <laughs> just turns around, around and walks away. So I don't know why he'd say that line if he's trying to hide the fact. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think it's that. I just I think it's just like like aha, there's a dad that doesn't know what a rim job is. But then he knows what a glory hole is. If my wife is Christina Applegate, you better you better know how I know what a rim job is. Fucking know what a rim job is. Um, so yeah, uh, I like how they did a couple jokes uh, from the original, except in a different way. And again, it's the trailer. There may be more, there may be less. And I appreciated uh, most all the knocks on the kids being like, "I haven't even seen, I haven't heard about the original vacation." No, well, this, like that, but that joke is pretty funny. This one, this vacation is going to stand totally on its own. You don't have to, you don't have to know about the original vacation. It was a. I wonder if that's a trailer only line. I hope not, because that's a great fourth wall joke. It is. It's pretty I, and I, like I love it. jokes like that, so I was really that one made me. That's when you heard me unable to breathe. It was that joke. Good. That worked for me a lot. So um, I'm excited you, for it. I hope yeah. it's good. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it a fair shot. I felt like the uh, Chris Hemsworth dick joke was a bit bit much, but okay. Uh, the only joke that really got lost to me is at the end where they did the holiday road bit with the woman in the red sports car getting hit by a semi truck. Yeah, that felt like such a I don't know. So 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 much of a like a Seth Farland Family Guy joke. Definitely, where yeah. Where it's like, that kind of just breaks the whole tone of this movie. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be still set in the real world. I mean, that stupid shit happens to his family, but it's a real world, you know, thing. Well, I mean, that woman's dead now. That woman, yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh my god. It's a dark fucking joke. It's just, it just feels out of place. Uh, out of place, but we'll see. I mean, it, it made me chuckle. We'll just see how it works in the actual film. For sure. So yeah, that's that's our trailer park. Uh, check that trailer out. Um We'll wait and see. I think that comes out this year, so yeah, a couple months, I believe. I think July, actually. I think because I think we talked about that. I got pushed forward to be part of these summer months. Yes, which is a good sign. So yeah, we'll check that out. Uh, so I guess we'll just uh, hop right in to our uh, topic this week, which uh, we're returning to Jason Statham. Our most popular topic. It truly is because <laughs> they, they do get the most hits because uh, he's the most handsome. He is. So uh, this week we looked at the uh, 2005 film Chaos and the 2006 film Crank. Two movies with C in the name. Ah, uh, perfect. Two C's. But that's not the great I'd give these movies. Well, at least both of them. But. Ha <laughs> 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 uh, So let's start with uh, let's start with Chaos. Start with Chaos, Chaos Control. Uh, it's about Sonic the Hedgehog taking on Jason Statham. Uh, Jason Statham has to go fast to get the Chaos Emeralds. He has to go fast. Um, and then he finally creates his own original character, Blonick. Uh, original character, John Steele. <laughs> so right. this is Chaos, the 2005 film from uh, Tony Giglio. Or Giglio. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, IMDb says, it's two cops, a rookie and a grizzled vet, pursue an accomplished bank robber. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's about right. Steve, what do you think of Chaos? Um, I first want to say that I felt that the entire sequence of the bank robbery is Die Hard. A little bit. A little bit? It's straight up fucking, you know, they call these new guys in and the fucking no one likes them because the fucking, they're like the FBI top fucking dogs. You know, not actually the FBI. Uh, this guy is doing the hostage thing, but it's just to cover up something else that's covering up something else. And they got SWAT going in, but then SWAT shouldn't go in. And then they cut the power, which actually helps the terrorists. And fucking, it's, it's basically the it, die hard if the villain's plan worked. 
Die Hard. It's basically the plot of Die. It's it's summing up Die Hard's plot, or actually the heist part. Yeah, of die it's Hard summing up really. the heist plot of Die Hard in about ten minutes. I admittedly don't watch a ton of bank robbery like films like this, so I don't know how tropey that is. But it, part of it, it's like, eh. I, 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 I that's a fun point you found. Fun little snippet you found. Just a fun little snippet. That, that that's pretty funny. <laughs> I didn't think about that way. Uh, especially because Jason Statham is also bald like Bruce Willis. That's a good point. <laughs> Why? They should reboot Die Hard and Jason Statham. Oh my god, yes. Oh well, yeah, that's, and then the scene when everyone gets glass on them. I just kept on expecting some police chief to complain about his SWAT team having glass on them. Glass? No, actually, <laughs> I just thought about it. Crank 3. Uh, should be, the subtitle should be Die Hard. Crank 3, Die Hard. Oh. I, should, I should get money for that. You should. Uh, so, I guess, I, was, uh, um, I guess General, what, what, what did you think of Chaos? I like Chaos. I, th- I did too. I thought it was a really uh, cool kind of uh, detective whodunit story. Uh, well, not whodunit because we know whodunit, uh, but just of uh, the cops trying to figure out the plot, and get through it. You know, the new rookie cop is turning out to be a fucking genius because he went to he went to hard, like, I don't know Ivy Leagues type school. Or something. Yeah, super hard school. Um, and I just like the continuous discovery. Uh, the action sequences were short but very solid. Mm-hmm. Um, Wesley Snipes. The, this movie reminded me how much I miss Wesley Snipes being in movies. Yeah, the beginning of the film was a bit rocky in some parts. Like it felt like, oh, is this like a like alimony check movie or something? But then he he, he got more into it as yes. the movie went on. Yes. Um, I guess a little bit of a, neg- a negative before we get our general thoughts here. I was really sad that there wasn't more uh, Jason Statham on screen with with Wesley Snipes. Agreed completely. I was hoping there'd be more of that. Especially because every poster is Jason Statham and Wesley Snipes. Yeah, with for sure. With a little tiny picture of the main character. Uh, Ryan Felipe? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that, I don't know if it was Ryan Felipe, who was not very good in this. Nah. L- little he, wooden, little wooden. He was definitely wooden, and I don't know if that's what the director was going for. <clears throat> so I don't know if I want to knock the actor. I don't know if I've actually seen him in anything else. I know he's been in other stuff. I, I recognize him. I've seen him in other things. <laughs> I don't have that big high spin. Whatever. Um... Yeah, I, I uh, there's a lot of time. I mean, obviously we don't go spoilers because we always do. Uh, there's a lot of moments in the film I was thinking I knew that knew what was going to happen. I super ha- knew that Jason Statham wasn't dead. I, I I thought that, but then the film kept going in place. I'm like, oh, okay, so maybe he really is dead. Like I got lulled in that sense of, oh, okay, okay, maybe maybe I was wrong in the film. Like, Especially Aha. because they, he stops Wesley Snipes, and it really feels like the ending of the movie right there. Yeah, it does, and I'm like, oh, okay, so <laughs> I kept thinking like, oh, it's going to turn out. That Statham's like gonna jump out of nowhere to like do something. No, no, that's not happening. No, nope. okay, okay, wow, okay. I guess uh, Statham was dead and Snipes is behind the whole time and everything. Then, then, then that that's when I did the swerve and like, nope. That was the double twist. Yeah, and it's like, oh, okay. So I was right on a lot, like a lot. Everything I was thinking. Uh, what was it? I kept. I think from the beginning, I kept thinking like in some regards, I had this inkling that Statham was the one in on it. Mm-hmm. Um. But what did, what I didn't expect, and I, I, I I'm going to ask you because I, I didn't get a chance to rewatch the scene to make sure. I was not expecting uh, Snipes' character to be Statham's former partner. Neither did I. Because um, I thought, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought there was a scene where they were showing everyone a mugshot of Wesley Snipes' character. Yes, they were. And, there, and no one goes, oh, that's, that's Statham's partner. Yeah. So I, that might be a goof on the movie on the movie to try to throw people off. So it'd be a it'd be a huge plot hole if you like in that regard. Yeah. Um, but I can't remember exactly. I don't know if it's like just another. Maybe they just didn't have a photo of him and they're showing them the other pe- other people that were involved in the robbery. Maybe. Uh, so I need I, if, so, if people if people watch that uh, this watched chaos for today's episode, please let us know because I don't I don't 
want to go back and rewatch it just to find it. Yeah, just for that. <laughs> Not right now, anyways. But no, um, yeah. Uh, otherwise, it felt um, like it wasn't a bad movie. It was a perfectly fine movie. Like it wasn't like reinventing the wheel. Uh, some of the action scenes were over okay. Uh, I I have to say like yeah like I said it was fine it uh, I followed the like this the the story of like them trying to piece together what happened it was never too complicated never too complicated and always always flowed well enough where I was like okay oh okay okay like the the, the revealing of the pieces the parlor speech at the end about how everything was done I, I liked it all quite a bit I really I guess I really liked that uh, Statham's character got away in the end yes I was pretty pumped about that. Because I was, I was worried to go in the territory where it's like he catches them last minute. At like the, all the cops, he runs the on cops, the plane. Yeah, yeah. All the cops come onto the terrorists and stop the plane from taking off. All of a sudden, I'm like, no, no, he got away with a billion dollars. <laughs> Good for you, Jason Statham. You've gone through yeah. enough bullshit. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty interesting. I kind of like um, some parts. I, I, well, I guess I kind of justified. Um, I don't like some movies that kind of glorify police stuff, where it's like, yeah, I bend the rules. What of it? It's like, oh, okay, that's that's not how the real world works. <laughs> not at all. Um, oh, I just, uh, you can't kill a person with saline. It's just like, that's still um, illegal. Oh, it's really funny because it made me laugh because, like, oh, you stole the bottle of saline? Why? <laughs> why did you steal that saline? Yeah, I thought that was really funny. I wrote that down. I was like, why, why do you take that bottle of saline with them? I'm really confused. You never know when um, you need it. <laughs> I, did, I did like, though, that they kind of made it come off negative, the whole uh, blue line crap of, hey, you don't screw over, you don't screw over cops. I feel like the people who did that were bad people. Like, yes. There's no true justification for what they did. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I was glad that they did that, because that is bullshit. Yeah, so I'm glad. I'm kind of glad, glad of that. Um, Statham was solid in it. Solid in it, as, as he always is. I, I liked him as a grizzled police cop. And again, yeah, there's Statham playing a villain, which, uh, in a way, in a way. Not to the very get, end, yeah. Yeah, so, you don't get that very often, so, <clears> as we've been finding out, so, I like that. Um, I think other little things I liked, so, yeah, I, 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 I don't know, I, you know, I like there's a, I don't know, cool female cop, it's cool. Yeah, she was everyone, cool. I, I, I like the joke that's like, hey, did everyone get shot today? Yes, that was a good, that was one of my favorite lines in the film. That was really funny. Did we all get shot today? Yep! Yes, we did. So, yeah, it was, a, it was a perfectly acceptable little movie. Do you have any other little uh, thoughts or ideas or anything you want to talk about with that, Steve? Uh, nothing specific. I mean, I, you know, we went over the main bits. It was a solid film. I, I liked following it. Just didn't like the lead character that much because, as you said, he was wooden. But I, bit, yeah. I liked everyone else. For sure. I so, uh, out, 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 outside of the couple problems with, hey, shouldn't people know who Wesley Snipes is? <laughs> I feel like that's the only thing that's really bugging me. It's like... Uh, Ryan uh, Ryan Felipe's character uh, Sh- Shane sees him. He should be like, "Hey, I recognize that guy. That's your partner." Yeah. Uh, I wish that when they got to the mugshot of Wesley Snipes, that they would look at it. And I I knew it wasn't going to happen, but I wanted one person in the room to go, "Hey, isn't that Wesley Snipes?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a story about how Wesley Snipes is stealing money to pay his taxes. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, go with ratings. I'd give it a a very strong three and a half. Although I may lean towards a four. I, I think I gave it a four. It's one of those things where I walked away happy. So I was like, oh yeah, four. Yeah. Like it wasn't. There was nothing like like terrible about it. It was, a, it was a perfectly acceptable movie where I enjoyed Jason Statham and I and I didn't um, sit there the entire time like immediately knowing what I knowing knowing who did it they did a good job yes. doing the, the, the double turn and everything even so if I knew like, a oh. few things I wasn't like other films where I know fucking literally everything yeah it, it still kept, it still helped uh, it, the filmmaking was good enough to lull me into a 
Oh, okay, I guess Nathan was dead. Nope, I guess he wasn't. Okay, wow, he got me. Yep. So I enjoyed that. Good job, Jason. Um, you did it. You did, you did it, you did it. You did it, Jason, you did it. That's all you. You did it. Uh, so let's move on uh, to one of my favorite Jason Statham films. Uh, 2006's Crank. Crank, which I had never seen prior to last week. It was my oh, first time seeing the film. I'm going to love talking to you about this then. Uh, this is from uh, Mark Neville Dean and Brian Taylor, who uh, who did uh, many other things. I've heard them as the Crank guys. They did this, Crank 2, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. So, um, so best comedy of 2012, that film. No shit. Uh, Crank is described by IMDb in their lovely descriptions as professional assassin... Uh, mm, let me repeat that. Professional assassin Chef Chelios learns his rival has injected him a poison that will kill him if his heart rate drops. And, uh, yeah, I think it's another very apt uh, description of a film from IMDb. Good job, guys. Good job. We, we, we went through a rough period where IMDb, you're failing us, bud. You're coming back. Coming back with those good one-sentence descriptions. Now, Steve, this was your first time seeing Crank. What did you think of Crank? I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and say right now, i got to give this movie, like, fucking one star. One being the best? Yes! Crank was fantastic. I knew it was gonna. I knew that it was a more like fun action movie. I did not realize how much of a comedy it was. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pause you real quick. Um, I'm gonna. This is a spoiler. I know we keep talking. Uh, wait till you see Crank Two. I can't wait. Okay, keep going. Sorry. Um, it's so funny. I did not expect to laugh so much at this film. Um, is is the it's just consistently fantastic. I'm laughing the whole time, starting from him just yelling at the TV in anger, <laughs> throwing it, <at> <laughs> throwing it at everything, um, to driving really fast for no reason, to needing coke because he thinks that's what'll do it, and then as soon as he says the sentence, I'm going to kick some black ass. The tone of the movie is set for the rest of the picture. Just, just starts a fight with a bunch of black gang members. Uh, biker, biker gang members. Biker gang members. Uh, it's yeah. fantastic. I love his girlfriend in the movie and how oblivious she is to his real job. She thinks he's a video game programmer, which is... Because that's what he told her. It's the worst cover story for anyone who is Jason Statham. Just this big, huge, burly motherfucker that clearly kills everyone in his sights. Oh, I, I make video games. It's, it, I have to. I like that reveal though, because like I have to. I have to tell you the truth. I'm not a video game programmer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everything's so great. The sex scene is fantastic, uh, and I love yep. how happy everyone else is for him. I feel that's. Yay! I feel that's what real life should be. I feel that if people start fucking, no one should be grossed out. Everyone should be like, yeah. Give it to her, yeah. A whole bus of other like Japanese school <laughs> other Japanese schoolgirls. Uh, him having an erection jogging down the street <laughs> the whole after he gave himself all the adrenaline yeah I like that bit too it's like oh, wait, he ejects him wait how much do you say I have to give myself <laughs> uh fuck it do the, did you just inject the whole vial yep uh is your heart racing yep uh cold sweats yep a rock hard erection yep okay well if you're not dead in the next 20 minutes that stuff is gonna burn off fast Oh, I love his doctor, his doctor friend. His doctor. He's just like... And his assistant. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Where's this $150 from this takeout joint from? I was hungry. I love all the... I mean, I... Well, the, the uh, Mark and Taylor... Uh, I guess I'll say Neville Dean and Taylor. 
the director and writers, they're so fucking funny and good. Yeah. Like, good at their, their directing is bonkers crazy. Like, what they do, all the crazy shit they do, their writing is top-notch, hilarious, and, like, they know exactly what they're doing, they know exactly what they're making, they have this down pat, and the re- the fact that they're not making more movies is upsetting me all the time. I agree completely. Because they know exactly what the fuck they're doing. Yep. Um, and I love the fact, I think, this gets brought up sometimes, uh, like, I feel like, um, and this might be true, too, uh, How'd This Get Made is a podcast I brought up before, I think it was either Neville Dean or Taylor, one of them was on to talk about... Uh, it might have been both. I can't remember shit. It's been a while since this stuff. But they were on to talk about Crank and Crank 2. And I think they talked about this, how like the character of Chev Chelios is obviously not... It should, should probably be, be played by a Hispanic actor. Mm-hmm. But it's played by Jason Statham. <laughs> <laughs> so here's Jason Statham, this British guy with the name Chev Chelios. Yeah. Who works for a Latino gang in L.A. <laughs> it's, it's great. Um try to think of some i guess uh some favorite parts uh, you've gone through some of yours um i really enjoy um let's see the chinatown scene is obviously good oh his um shit uh, i forget his friend's name um uh kalo yeah his friend kalo how <laughs> he's like where's he at oh he's in this building what are you doing i'm getting a taco <laughs> <laughs> kalo's just getting a taco just getting a taco yeah, and then he cuts off the uh, uh, the guy uh, Verona's brother's hand, and then punches, kills all this, all shit, all this other stuff. Um, like it's the thing, the hardest thing to kind of talk about specific points of Crank because it's just a series of shit, just random shit happening in Chuck Chelios. Yes, him trying to just find all the possible ways he can to keep his heart rate up because in the film, just driving through the mall. A, yeah, driving through the mall. Like, what are you doing? I'm driving through a mall. <laughs> Oh, I think that's the single line that made me laugh the most. It's a really good one. Um, yeah, because he has given a uh, cocktail, a Chinese shit uh, from a kind of um, rival, for, per, per se, uh, a gang member uh, who's it's going to kill him because it's going to basically attached to stuff in his blood and it's going to kill him if his heart rate goes down. So yes, yeah, so the entire film is to, all about him keeping his adrenaline pumping, his heart rate up, and doing all this crazy shit. Yeah. Um, Ah, the the rooftop finale is great. One of my favorite lines is the head uh, gang guy, um, Carlito. Like a grenade gets thrown. He says, get down! And the guy he pushes over on top of the grenade is like, thanks boss! Thinking that he like knocked him out of the way of the explosion. Yes. Find it. He's like taking the blast. Yes. I, I like, I laughed. That line makes me laugh really big. Um, what else? Uh, I mean, I'm trying to admit so many things in my brain. Was there any other like big moments you really liked in the film? Uh, I was pleasantly surprised, uh, although it's not out of fucking nowhere and it makes total sense, I was pleasantly surprised that the uh, Chinese guys helped Jason Statham since he didn't kill the Chinese guy. Yeah. I like just that whole of, like, you know, you helped me, so I'm bringing, you know, here's um, checking this ledger off for you. That's good. Yeah, good point for sure. Uh, and I guess the ending of the film is the best. Oh my god, yes. You're taking off a helicopter. Time to grab you. Oh, I'm going to throw you out of the helicopter. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> and it makes, it makes a phone call to his girlfriend. That was a nice phone call. Hit, I like that. Hits the ground. And he's not dead. Well, no. He's Jason Statham. He's fine. And so that, and that of course, will lead us into Crank 2, which I will say right now. Uh, Crank is, let's say, on the, on the meter of uh, boring to fucking incredible. So let's say it's a 1 to 10. Uh, Crank... Uh, is a 10. 
Crank 2. Is it 11? It's like a fucking 15. Wow! I cannot wait to watch Crank 2 now. Crank 2 will fucking grab you by the balls and throw you through a fucking, like, uh, blender. Oh, man. It's the best. So, I'm watching Crank. I'd seen Crank in theaters and I hadn't watched it. Yeah, I haven't watched it again, so I watched it for this episode. Um, I forgot. After watching Crank, because I... I'll mention this again when we watched the episode. I didn't see Crank 2 in theaters because I just for some reason missed it. So I watched it on uh, home here. I finally got around to seeing it like last year. And then I was like, oh, wow, yeah, 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 yeah. So after watching that and then watching Crank again now, I'm like, man, Crank is really slow compared to Crank 2. <laughs> so, Steve, you have that to look forward to. Oh, man. There's me hyping up Crank 2. Uh, Crank is a five-star fucking movie. <sighs> yeah, I completely give it five stars. It, no, it, oh my god, the tags on uh, IMDb, they call it an action, crime, and thriller. <sighs> Don't know where they're getting the thriller part, and that's after being thrilled and thrown through a fucking... I'm non-stop thrilled. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, seeing them have sex is thrilling. It is. Uh, oh yeah, another part, I like he, um, he's being chased by cops. No, he, he goes to the drug drugstore in the, in the hospital needing, uh, uh, um, um, shit, the adrenaline. Um, yes. Oh, I can't remember. Epinephrine. Epinephrine, yeah. And, and then like, there's like a druggie next to him, like, hey, take the nasal sprays. It'll get you buzzed. It's just like grabs the entire, entire like, display of It's of just nasal sniffing sprays. nasal spray. The entire movie. <laughs> Guy at the shock paddles, like, shock me. Okay. Okay. That uh, my fiance saw that part. Um, and she said, that's not how shock paddles work. If you, I just when you shut your fucking mouth right now. If that's shut your up. problem. We're gonna have a bad time with the rest of this film. Yeah, that's the thing that pulls you out. Uh, you better, you better check the fuck out right now. Right now. Uh, oh yeah, that whole scene of him making the nurse get him the epinephrine while running with this crash cart yeah. was such a fun sequence. It was. Oh, the whole movie is fantastic. If you guys haven't seen Crank, do not be like me. See it right now. Right now, stop, stop right, right now. now. Fuck, our, fuck our website plugs. Fuck that. I don't care. Stop if, this shit. I don't care if you're a church right now. If you're a church or your your work, just fucking whip out your phone, uh, download Netflix to your phone, and watch Crank right now. Uh, God commands it. It's on the Ten Commandments. It is the it's ten. like number number one. Uh, thou shall wa- thou shall watch Crank. Thou shall watch Crank. So uh, I think we said I get a five star review. Five stars, absolutely. Five stars. I cannot. There's nothing I can talk about the movie that I didn't like. It's, it's, fantastic. it's so, too fun. Oh, there's too. It was too funny. I I prefer uh, when movies are not fun. I'll, I prefer it. Also, I don't like Jason Statham. And well, then you shouldn't watch these movies. Then. And uh, I do not like that uh, Scarlett Johansson did not go up to him and say that she loved him because they're both monsters with okay. uh, Chinese shit inside of them. Oh man. Well, I guess what. And Lucy was a Chinese shit inside her. Or I hope so. I've n- I've not. Or was that Korean shit? Uh, I'm gonna go Chinese shit. Okay. Ka- and she kills the guy from uh, that horror movie that we watched. Uh, I saw the devil. That's true. She should good. She did what uh, Storm Shadow could not. Exactly. So that is uh, this installment of Jason Statham hurt, uh, hurts people. Um, next time we get together, we'll be looking at In the Name of the King, a Dungeon Siege Tale from 2007. Uh, that was a great Uwe Boll uh, classic. I always enjoy watching Uwe Boll movies. And then we'll have the 2007 film War, where uh, Jason Statham goes back up against Jet Li. 
I did. That's right. I have seen that movie, and I completely forgot it existed until right this moment. So that that is what we'll be looking at next time. Guys. That is and the two. That is the that is the two uh, from. We'll be moving on into two thousand seven. Uh, um, and he, uh, will Jason Statham be uh, his bitch? Uh, who knows? We'll have to wait and find out. Uh, so you better watch it to find out who is the bitch. Is it Jelly or is it Jason Statham? I can tell you one thing though. We are not the bitches. But if you think we are the bitches, you can email us at <laughs> moviefilmsofbillandsteve at gmail.com. You can find us on Tumblr for all our list of all of our episodes at moviefilmsofbillandsteve.tumblr.com. You can also find us on Facebook where you can tell us how big of a bitch we are at movie, if you just look us up by looking up Movie Films of Bill and Steve. And we're also on iTunes. Uh, look for Movie Films of Bill and Steve. Uh, get on there. Leave a five-star review. Oh, man. Say this. Uh, start right now. Start typing. Oh, man. Bill and Steve are such bitches. <laughs> five stars five stars <laughs> uh and if you want to uh get in touch with me to let me know how much you understand that you are all my bitch um you can check out silverspotlightfilms.com or facebook.com slash silverspotlightfilms and as always guys uh bill is trying to find a quote from crank <laughs> to say right now and uh it's not coming to mind so uh just uh, um, juice me juice me uh hold on hold on uh indb don't fail me now uh, uh, quotes uh, uh, Chef Chelios What's the matter? <laughs> Eve So you can fall asleep like you always do? I don't think so Chef Chelios screams and hits the gas pedal Jesus fuck <laughs> That is my favorite quote ending of all of our episodes ever And remember guys Jesus fuck Jesus fuck